This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, Cheryl George joins me to talk about how Snap Mirror Synchronous can automate failovers at the application level with SMBC. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipoc. Zipoc. I love NetApp because it's so funny. Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the studio and with me today we have Cheryl George uh, who works on the SnapMirror business continuity piece of ONTAP. So Cheryl, what do you do here at NetApp other than what I just said and how do we reach you? Hey Justin, my name is Cheryl George. I am a technical marketing engineer in product management. I work on ONTAP data protection solutions so that SnapMirror, I used to work on Snap Manager, Snap Center, and now I cover all of business continuity. So that includes SnapMirror business continuity and uh, Metro Cluster. And you can reach me at Cheryl.George at NetApp.com. So that's C-H-E-R-Y-L.George at NetApp.com. All right. Excellent. So uh, as far as SnapMirror goes, I mean, if, if our listeners aren't familiar with it for some reason, let's go ahead and just kind of give a level set. So can you tell me in general what SnapMirror is, and if you can also add how it's changed over the years. SnapMirror is a replication technology which essentially enables you to replicate data from your primary storage system to your secondary system for the purpose of data availability. And the replication happens fast because we leverage NetApp snapshot technology to take periodic snapshots and by default, it's asynchronous. Based on the schedule, you would uh, replicate this data. And since we're replicating the snapshots as well, it's only the delta changes over time that get efficiently replicated over the wire. So I understand that we've had some changes over the years with SnapMirror, and specifically the, the SnapMirror engine. So can you tell me a little bit about how we've gone from like a, a DP engine to an XDP engine? With ONTAP 9.3 release, the logical replication engine has become the default engine. What that means is that previously we used to work at the block level where whatever blocks are written to on the source, we would replicate that to the destination. But with logical replication, what has happened is think of it like a book with an index so it's not block-by-block block transfer that is replicated from the source to the destination. The file system is different on the destination because what we're doing is while we're sending the blocks, we're essentially just sending pointers which are referencing these blocks on the destination as well. It's like an index of the book where if you're trying to identify a specific block, we would look at that index file and then figure out which block to reference it to. What you have on the source is not really how it will look on the destination. So the file structure will be completely different and you get the flexibility to have additional storage efficiencies on the destination. So storage efficiencies is one benefit. Does it add any performance benefits? Is it faster than DP or more or is it about the same? The performance is definitely better. I don't have statistics off the top of my head, but since it's just logical block replication, it's faster. You have the flexibility with different ONTAP versions that can work on the source and destinations. 
previously we were very rigid with going from one specific on tap version on the source to a specific uh, supported on tap version on the destination but now you have the flexibility to go from version to end version and i would imagine that this new engine gives us some more flexibility down the road that we'll we'll eventually learn about but um but right now let's talk about what it can do today uh, so with, with SnapMirror XDP, you know, we can do a lot of different things. So what are some of the functionalities of SnapMirror that's, that's available to customers in the current release? With ONTAP 9.5 release, we also added the feature to be able to synchronously replicate data. Just to set some context, with asynchronous, we were very driven by snapshots, which are taken periodically and sent based on the schedule you've defined. But industries, for example, like banks, they have a requirement to have two exact copies in two separate storage systems or locations so that if your primary system goes offline, you have the option to be able to rapidly restore data from that secondary copy. So the purpose of really avoiding any kind of data loss was the use case they were targeting. Snapmirror synchronous replication technology essentially enables just that, where any application IO that is sent to the primary is simultaneously sent to the secondary storage system as well. So whatever writes happen to the primary, you have that exact data in real time in the secondary copy as well, so that if your primary system goes offline, your applications have the option to fail over to the secondary copy. So you have zero data loss and the option to be able to fail over to that secondary copy. So a SnapMirror synchronous, you know, we can do up to the second replication where we're, we have an exact replica on the source and destination so that applications can, can query both sides. Um, but there's also the fallback option of asynchronous replication if it fails. Isn't there like an enforcing mode as well? In SnapMirror Synchronous, you have the option of running it in one of the two modes. That's either synchronous mode or the strict synchronous mode. Say you were a bank where you have to have two exact copies with all the transactions that are being written to the primary also being captured in the secondary, then you would have the relationship configured in a strict synchronous mode where only after you get the secondary acknowledgement will the commit actually happen to the primary. But say there is a situation where there's some kind of intersite link failure or some kind of lag or some kind of problem that happens on that link, you have the option to set that relationship in synchronous mode where for that time period where the failure um, is occurring with the network, your client IO can still continue writing to the primary site. And once the issue has been rectified, the resync of all the delta that has happened to the primary will automatically take place to the secondary. So that's what SnapMirror Synchronous in synchronous mode enables you to do. Customers typically have this in a multi-target configuration as well. What I mean by that is, if you think of synchronous replication, now you have two storage systems that is bound by the round trip time. So there is a requirement for synchronous replication where it has to be less than 10 millisecond round trip time so that any secondary acknowledgement that you're waiting on 
doesn't really impact your application performance. Indirectly, this is also tied to distance between the two storage systems. Now, to overcome this, you also have the option to extend this to a third site by leveraging asynchronous technology. So you can have this either in a fan out topology where you have the same source volume synchronously replicating to a near disaster recovery site and also having a second leg to a far disaster recovery site where asynchronously replicating, or you can have it in a cascade topology where you have it going from source, which is the primary to the secondary synchronously, and from the secondary asynchronously replicating to the tertiary site. When you have it in that configuration, say your near disaster recovery site goes down for some reason, you have the option to be able to fail over the application to the far disaster recovery site and, you know, where you don't need to baseline and you can have all the data available. Okay, so we have Snapmare synchronous. We have the ability to do, you know, the synchronous replication forced or synchronous where it's basically a fallback to async, like you mentioned. Um, we, we also have this thing called uh, Mirror Vault, right? So Snapmere itself can be a DR replication technology where it's like site to site one to one with the snapshots match on both sides. And then we also have the synchronous replication, like you mentioned. So tell me a little bit more about Mirror Vault and some of the advantages there. Now, previously, what you had to do is you had two separate relationships created, one in a snap mirror configuration for purpose of disaster recovery and another relationship created in snap vault configuration for the purpose of long-term backup or archival kind of purpose. But what used to happen is since you have two relationships created, the same data is being replicated and maintained as two separate copies, which means bandwidth is consumed, space is consumed. So with unified replication, what we've tried to achieve is you don't need to replicate it two times since you want to be able to mirror and vault. You just create one data protection relationship in the configuration of mirror and vault. If you look at it, you'll have one relationship created where you can save copies for the purpose of uh, disaster recovery and have additional snapshots saved for the purpose of archive as well. So you're saving on bandwidth for application and you're saving on space because you don't have two separate copies that is being maintained for DR and archive purposes. Another additional benefit of that is that you have a license that's basically, it used to be two licenses, one for Snap Vault, one for Snap Mirror. Now you can use that same license for that. Yes, exactly. So previously you had to purchase one for Snap Mirror and a separate one for Snap Vault. So with ONTAP 9.3, since we've unified the replication, either you have uh, the data protection bundle or the premium bundle, you're automatically entitled to use Snap Mirror, Snap Vault. We've talked about the mirror vault. We've talked about the snap mirror uh, with the DR functionality and the snap mirror synchronous. And let's expand on the snap mirror synchronous a bit more now because ONTAP 9.8 brings us a new functionality where we focus on not just backup or DR or you know application rights. We focus on business continuity. So can you tell me a little bit more about business continuity in general, what that means and how SMBC plays into that? Sure. Before I jump into SMBC, let me set some context. What used to happen with SnapMirror Synchronous is while you have two exact copies uh, maintained for the purpose of disaster recovery, 
if your primary goes offline you would have to manually fail over your application or the host to the secondary copy you can do this manually or you can even script it using ontap rest api or ansible but this is a manual process okay so with snapmirror business continuity what we're trying to target is that sweet spot of rpo0 and rto0 now what that means is we're going to transparently fail over your application to the secondary copy so there's no manual intervention required as soon as there's some kind of disaster that renders your primary system offline your applications will seamlessly fail over to the secondary copy so there's no manual intervention and the second point to highlight is you have the flexibility of failing specific applications over to the secondary copy so how do we bring that about is through a construct called consistency group the lens for that specific applications can be added to that consistency group and we're protecting for business continuity at that consistency group so once you create that data protection relationship if a failure occurs on the primary the cg or the consistency group will transparently fail over the entire application to the secondary copy now how do we bring about this if you think about it the data protection relationship is created for business continuity the underlying technology we use for uh, zero data loss is snapmirror synchronous so we essentially synchronously replicate all the data to the secondary storage system but for smbc what you need to remember is the lun identity is maintained so it's the same on the source and the destination to the application it just sees it as a shared device so that when a failure happens the luns while they are failed over to the secondary copy it is seamless to the application so these consistency groups i guess they take a, a group of luns and they coordinate the backup or the snap mirror over to the destination site and i'm i'm also guessing this is for application consistency does it interact with the application as well think of it like this if you were a database application say for example sql or oracle the best practice there is for you to isolate your data files from the log files so you would have them stored on two separate volumes there it becomes difficult for you to maintain dependent write order consistency because they exist as two separate volumes so taking snapshots of those two volumes at the same time becomes difficult so that is why we have this feature called consistency group where you add these two luns to the consistency group and protect at the consistency group so you take snapshots of the volumes at the same time because you're taking a snapshot at the consistency group So you're also talking about LUNs here. I know that there's a an OS consistency uh there as well. Do we quiesce those LUNs? Uh, do we interact with the operating system to tell the LUNs to pause briefly so we don't have any sort of problems with the LUNs themselves? Yes, we still depend on taking application consistent snapshots. So we will quiesce the LUNs um so that there are no IOs going during that point of time when we're taking snapshots and once we take the snapshot all the ios that are in ram will get flushed to disk and then we thaw the 
the hole that we have as well. We are talking about LUNs here. I'm guessing we only support SAN for this initial release, right? Yes. SMBSD is on an incremental journey. So since it's releasing for the first time in ONTAP 9.8, we're only going to support SAN workloads. And a couple of other things to keep in mind is while SnapMirror Synchronous gave you the flexibility of any platform, any network, any software, with SMBC, we're going to support just two node clusters. So you will have two nodes on source and destination. This can be AFF or AAC system. So you will go from two node AFF to two node AFF or two node ASA to two node ASA. So that's how SMBC will work in the first release. So what um, what applications will we be supporting in the initial release? Are, is there a set list or are there a, you know any number of applications? If you have applications like uh, standalone Windows or Linux or um, say virtual metro storage clusters, those are the applications that we'll support in the first release. So what about like things like, you know, supporting like directly supporting Oracle or directly supporting VMware or directly supporting SQL or SAP HANA? So it doesn't matter what application you have hosted on the volume, it should work seamlessly. So we do support SQL, Oracle, um, SAP HANA, all of that on your NetApp storage systems. So the LUNs can be protected in a consistency group and you should have them protected for business continuity as well. So these consistency groups, are they exposed to any REST APIs or command line commands I could use myself, or do I have to depend on the, you know, the SMBC functionality? The consistency group is specific to um, StackMeta business continuity. So you will not be able to go to the ONTAP CLI and create, say you run SnapMirror create consistency group, you'll not be able to do that. Okay. And what about the um, the functionality? Is it leveraging SnapDiff or is it just you know straight up SnapMirror or nothing special to it? Straight up SnapMirror. When I hear SnapMirror business continuity and how it works, I kind of get reminded of another feature that we have here at NetApp, and that's MetroCluster, right? So you have site-to-site replication, you have fail automated failovers. How is MetroCluster different from SnapMirror business continuity? If you were to compare SMBC to MCC, One, SMBC gives you the granularity. So you have the option to flexibly only protect for business continuity at the application level, whereas MCC would enable that at the storage infrastructure level. So while both the solutions enable RPO0, RTO0, you have the granularity with SMBC. Two, you can have active, active workloads in SMBC. So what that means is you can have primary workloads operational out of your primary and secondary storage systems. So you should be able to operate in that way. Three, while you have specific requirements for platform with respect to SMBC, MCC has specific platform hardware requirements to implement the solution. SMBC gives you the flexibility of platform. What I mean by that is, if you have high-end AFF systems on your source, say AFF 8060 on your source, you can have maybe an 8020 AFF system on your destination. It should be fine. The only requirement is it has to go from a two-node cluster to a two-node cluster. Okay. 
So, you know, you have some granularity at the application level with SMBC, whereas Metro Cluster, you know, you can do unmirrored aggregates in ONCEP 9.8 where you can have an entire aggregate that just doesn't get replicated. But ultimately, it's still at the storage level. Yes, exactly. And with ONTAP 9.8, MCC also allows you to have unmirrored aggregates for MCC IP systems also. With the SnapMirror business continuity, what are the distance limitations there? I know that with SnapMirror synchronous, we had like a 10 millisecond or less latency requirement. Is that still the same with SMBC? Is it a bit higher because of the application sensitivity? What does it look like? The underlying technology used by SMBC is still SMS. So the same restrictions that synchronous replication dictates still apply. So you still have to have less than 10 millisecond round trip time between the two systems, which is approximately 150 kilometers. Okay. And what is that in miles, do you know, <laughs> for us Americans, <laughs> for us one-off no Americans? Idea. Okay, we'll, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> As far as controlling the SnapMirror uh, synchronous or the SMBC uh, application-based backup or replication, wh where do we do that? Is that in System Manager or is there like a centralized control plane somewhere? Oh, yes. So ONTAP System Manager will still be your go-to element management tool. You will have to browse to your cluster management list open System Manager, and go to the protection section where you'll be able to protect either on volume or protect for business continuity. So you'll see a new button there to be able to you know, protect using SMBC. What sort of use cases do you envision for this? Like you know, what customers are interested in this and what would they be using this for? Banks mostly because their requirement is to have RPO0 and RTO0. So here you have the flexibility of transparently failing over whatever applications you choose to the secondary copy, and it's seamless without any manual interventions. What I want to call out is with SnapMirror business continuity, while your primary goes offline and you can transparently fail over to the secondary copy and say your production is now operational um, out of the secondary copy, once you've rectified the problem on the primary, once your system is back online, what SMBC enables is an automatic delta resync of all the changes from the secondary system back to your original primary. So you don't have to intervene and or manually do a, a, a delta resync. SMBC enables that automatic delta resync in the reverse direction, and uh, you can perform a planned failover back to your original primary and restore operations just like how it used to be. So I've spoken a lot about transparent application failover, right? The entire piece that brings this all together is a component called the ONTAP mediator that you need to install on a third site, um, which will be in a separate failure domain, different from the two clusters. The ONTAP mediator 1.2 will be a passive component which will uh, passively monitor the health of the clusters and the um, inter-site link between the two clusters so that if it detects any kind of failure that has happened either to the cluster or the inter-site link, the mediator is the piece that decides to enable this automatic failover to the secondary copy. And this mediator will be installed either as a VM or on a physical host, which can be Linux or CentOS 7.6 to 8.1. So as far as um, SMBC is concerned, uh, it, 
is it a publicly available as of ONTAP 9.8 or is it a public preview? I mean, what's the availability for it? In the 9.8 time frame, we're looking at having SMBC only as public preview. So what that means is we want to be able to control how you're using this in your environments. So if you have a requirement to use this feature, reach out to your NetApp sales representative and they should be able to guide you on how to enable this feature. So Cheryl, before we close out, ex- you know, I know we just had Insight get posted to you know everyone to, to view. What sessions did you perform and wh- where can people find that information? Oh, yes. So there are a couple of sessions covering SnapMirror business continuity and comparing this to Metro Cluster as well. So one of the sessions is um, ID1067, which talks about all the NetApp business continuity solutions available. And you can also look up 1036, which talks about all of the data protection solutions we have. That includes SnapMirror, Async, Synchronous, SVMDR, and uh, SMBC and MCC. And also, if you want to only understand what solutions we have for disaster recovery and business continuity, 1039 will be your session. Are these all breakout sessions or are they speed sessions? The first two I talked about is uh, a breakout session, but the last one for disaster recovery and business continuity, that's a speed session. All right, excellent. So if you're you're looking in the catalog, it's BRK for breakout, SPD for speed. All right, Cheryl, thanks so much for joining us today and telling us all about SnapMirror business continuity. Again, if we wanted to reach you, how do we do that? Yes, so thanks again for the opportunity, Justin. So you can reach me at cheryl.george at netapp.com. All right, thanks so much. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Cheryl George for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.